This is NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. NTL Now is brought to you by Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. NTL Now is also brought to you by Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility, Mansfield University, Max Driving Academy, and the Park Hotel and Brewing Company. Now let's join the host of NTL Now, along with Joe Carrion, here's Shane Wilbur. It's been another great week of NTL sports happenings, and we are back and ready to go here on the NTL Now podcast for another edition of NTL Sports. I'm Shane Wilbur, glad to have all of you back and ready to go for yet another great week of recaps and, of course, previews as well as the fall season is in full swing and now coming down to the final stretch as we get ready to head into district four playoff time for football we've got volleyball we've got soccer even winding up as well we'll even talk about some tennis that concluded this week too so stick around it is definitely going to be uh, an episode that you are going to want to hang around for and uh, get in on some NTL uh, sports knowledge this week also in this week's episode we will feature just one guest this week that's right we're going to talk with Chris Manning from the Northern Interior Sports Report Chris will drop by and uh, I'm going to talk some District 4 power rankings on the football side also we'll talk some NTL football as well he'll join me for the football preview coming up a little bit later on and of course remember you can check out his stuff on northerninteriorsportsreport.com at ntsportsreport.com that's Chris Manning uh, coming up a little bit later on in this week's episode. Uh, As we start this week's episode, do have some breaking news on the football side this week as the schedule kind of got uh, a little shuffled around this week. Of course, uh, we had some end of the week shuffling last week and now this week we've got uh, kind of some changes around in the Northern Tier League football schedule as well for this coming Friday. So, of course, as most of you know, uh, earlier in the week, we found out that Northwest High School uh, over in District 2, but this year is competing in the Northern Interior League for football. Uh, unfortunately, they were forced to close down uh, their school and or athletic activities as well, which, of course, left the Canton Warriors in a little bit of a pickle as that was supposed to be their football opponent for this week. Well, we found out uh, a little bit earlier this week and uh, some earlier breaking news that Canton indeed has found an opponent. Unfortunately, the Sarah Wellsboro football game this week had to be canceled and or postponed. And for that, the Canton Warriors will benefit as the Wellsboro Green Hornets and Canton Warriors have struck a deal. They are going to play this Friday night in Miller A. Moyer Field at Canton. So that'll be a Friday night matchup, 7 o'clock this week. Uh, That news was breaking uh, earlier in the week, and we now can confirm that that action will take place Friday night. So Canton hosting Wellsboro on Wiggle 100. Okay, we want to throw in that there for you as well because that will be our Wiggle 100 game of the week coming up Friday night as well. So Wellsboro and Sayre have canceled. Wellsboro now agreeing to come to Miller A. Moyer Field in Canton and take on the Warriors. Other news this week, of course, uh, we found out uh, late last week as well that the Southern Tioga School District has decided that their schools will not travel uh, into Bradford County to play any sports action. So what we found out uh, coming up this coming Friday, 
Looks like Troy and North Penn Mansfield still going to play football action, but it looks like the Trojans are going to make a second trip over to Island Park in Blossburg, where they will take on the Panthers for a second go-round over there on Friday night. So that's another change on the NTL schedule as well. But uh, as far as everything else goes, looks like the NTL football schedule is going to remain intact as is. But uh, we just wanted to make note there about uh, Wellsboro and Sarah canceling. So now it is Wellsboro, Canton, and Troy will actually be on the road again uh, heading to North Penn Mansfield this Friday night. But uh, as far as the other games go, Tawanda will still be at South Williamsport. Athens still traveling to Montgomery. And Wyalusing will still be on the road at Muncie as scheduled. So that's what we have going on here uh, to start the broadcast this week. It's been a week of uh, some other big headlines as well. Of course, the District 4 uh, girls tennis action winding up. Uh, was trying to catch up this week with uh, head coach Snyder over for the Lady Black Knights. Unfortunately, uh, you know, we just kind of uh, could not make that work this week. But that's definitely something coming up uh, on the horizon for a future episode as well. Uh, some other big news in girls soccer this week. How about the Lady Trojans this week heading to Athens and giving the Lady Wild Wildcats, their first loss on their home turf since 2011. Think about that. I mean, 20, 2020 is where we are, excuse me, and 2011 was the last time the Athens Lady Wildcats lost on their home turf. That's just unfathomable that a team has gone pretty much nine years without losing on their home field. I mean, that just shows the dominance of an Athens uh, Wildcat uh, girls soccer program. I mean, that's just absolutely unfathomable to me. But uh, congratulations to the Trojans uh, for being able to, one, uh, have that, I believe, as their first game back, and then uh, to be able to go and do that uh, up on the Athens home field. Now, don't get me wrong. Athens, indeed, would enjoy some retribution here uh, later in the week as the Lady Wildcats would then come to Troy and knock off the Lady Trojans uh, the other night. So, I mean, they both, uh, you know, split the season series but uh, that's kind of big news when you lose on your home field for the first time in nine years so uh, right now uh, it's going to be a log jam at the top of the girls soccer standings we'll get into that more as well coming up here a little bit later on in the podcast so as we continue on here this week what do you say we get into some NTL sports headlines we'll do that we've got uh, some NTL standings to recap as well and of course as we continue on with the podcast this week we'll also hit the NTL standings and District 4 power rankings as well when it comes to football action uh, coming up uh, this week and as we get uh, a little more clarity on the playoff picture as well. So yes, it's going to be another week of good NTL chatter, so please stick around. The NTL Now podcast continues, but first we're going to thank our good friends from Circle W Sports. Growing up in a small town. It's important to get your name out there if you want to play at the next level. Circle W Sports helped me get the exposure I needed. It's really been a one-stop shop for college coaches where they can go in there and they can find information about not only one player, but the rest of our team, guys that they might not be thought they were interested in before they went to the website. So Circle W has really done that. It links highlight films, contact information, and everything that the coach would need. Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. 
Now, I don't know about you, but I definitely have my nights where I don't feel like cooking at all. So what do I do? I call my friends at the Park Hotel and Brewing Company in Canton. Why? Because they've got pizza, they've got steaks, they've got pastas, they've got it all. Everything from appetizers to entrees. So give them a call. Let them feed your family tonight. 570-673-8777. That's the Park Hotel and Brewing Company in Canton. Don't forget, you can like them on Facebook. Welcome back here on the NTL Now podcast this week. Shane Wilbur, glad to be with you and giving you all kinds of NTL recaps here this week. It's been a busy week on the sports side. I'm not going to lie. I mean, there's been District 4 tennis action that was finishing up this week. We've got volleyball to talk. And, of course, we've still got uh, cross country as well to discuss, too. So plenty of things to get to. So you know what? Let's go and uh, visit our friends at the Northern Tier Sports Report. That's right. You can check them out online at ntsportsreport.com for all kinds of great NTL content. And, of course, remember, you can check them out uh, for scores, uh, some sports stories, and everything else. Remember, you can even check out uh, my good friend Bobby Baker. That's right. You can read up on Baker Sports Pen, see exactly what he's got coming up this week. Always good to uh, tune in and uh, check out what great football content he's going to have up there uh, as the uh, week goes on. But uh, yeah, like I said, you know, a busy week this week uh, for NTL sports and a big one this week for NTL volleyball as well. Of course, we'll talk about this one more uh, coming up in next week's edition, but the undefeated Canton Lady Warriors in volleyball action, big matchup this week. They've got a tussle or tussle rather with the Lady Hornets of Wellsboro. They're going into Hornet country though. That'll be a matchup coming up this week as the Lady Warriors 11 and 0 get ready to tangle with the Wellsboro Lady Hornets. Uh, they are 8 and 3 on the season this year. So yes, a big one there in NTL volleyball action. Uh, some other big volleyball action uh, this week. Canton's just been kind of on a roll this week as uh, Canton picked up a sweep victory over Wyalusing, downing the Lady Rams uh, three sets to, or three games to none, I should say, in volleyball action earlier this week as well. Uh, the surprise story, I don't really know if they're a surprise story anymore, but hey, Northeast Bradford, man, they just continue to roll. Uh, congratulations uh, going out to Emily Sushan as well for the Lady Panthers. Uh, Emily picking up her 100th block uh, earlier this week as well. So congratulations to her as the Lady Panthers sweep Kalineski Valley earlier this week as well as they down the Lady Indians by a score of 3 to nothing. So just some intriguing volleyball action there as well. And of course, uh, other congratulations this week going out in boys soccer as the Wellsboro Hornets. They complete the uh, NTL championship season as the Wellsboro boys will uh, down Tawanda early Earlier this week, they are now your NTL champions in boys soccer. So congratulations to the Hornets for uh, a big win there uh, earlier this week as they downed Tawanda earlier this week to uh, crown themselves as the league champ. So congratulations to Wellsboro there. All right, let's hit the scoreboard. Let's see uh, what else we've missed here this week in Northern Tier League action. As I said, the uh, Athens Wildcats and Troy Trojans would split action this week as the Athens Lady Wildcats would uh, fall at home as Troy would pick up the win 2-1 to one over uh, the Lady Wildcats uh, on Saturday. However, it was the Athens Lady Wildcats who would down Troy 1-0 uh, in their second matchup. So that season series 
uh, tied at one apiece. Other action, the Tawanda Lady Knights down while losing 2-1 in double overtime. On to the volleyball side of things, as I said, uh, Northeast Bradford with the three games to none sweep of Kalineski Valley. Canton over losing. Athens with a sweep of Troy. Three games to none in uh, other girls' volleyball action as well. Let's quickly check, see if I missed any scores uh, on the volleyball side. Doesn't look like I did, so that's definitely a good thing. Let's go to the scoreboard in uh, soccer action. Uh, let's see here. We've got girls' soccer action from earlier this week where the Lady Trojans defeat Tawanda by a score of 2-1. to one. Boys soccer, it was Sare over Troy by a score of 5-2. to two. And yes, uh, some other volleyball action as well uh, from earlier this week. Looks like Northeast Bradford uh, tops Athens three games to two. Uh, big win there for the Lady Panthers earlier this week. Williamson sweeps Wyloosing three games to none, and Wellsboro sweeps Tawanda three games to none as well. So yeah, some big action there uh, into the volleyball and soccer side of things now of course also in the tennis side hey congratulations going out to the lady black knights for tawanda as the lady knights had themselves a great year in uh, ntl tennis action and uh, for the lady knights they were actually able to get some uh, things going on not only in the district side and singles but also in doubles as well and of course we'll hope to uh, pick up uh, some girls tennis chatter as well coming up here a little bit later on uh, in a later episode as we definitely want to catch up with uh, coach Snyder of the Lady Black Knights but uh, kudos uh, to NTL girls tennis as uh, they had the uh, tennis side uh, come to a close uh, this past Saturday over the weekend uh, as they would fall in the opening round of uh, tennis action as the Lady Knights would lose to Sealands Grove in doubles action uh, in straight sets, 6-3, 6-1. So that is where we are there uh, in NTL girls tennis action. Now, of course, we will uh, get to some other action uh, in just a little while as we will talk about football. But first, hey, let's get to the NTL standings uh, in cross-country volleyball and soccer, too, as we get things uh, rounded out here of course uh, looking at the NTL standings right now in boys soccer of course Wellsboro they are going to be your champs on the boys side Athens right now nine and two overall and in the large school North Penn Liberty seven and six overall seven and five in large school action and it is Northeast Bradford Sarah Troy Williamson and Tawanda as well as Galeton all rounding out the rest of the boys soccer standing let's go to the girls side and I'm telling you what girls soccer right now that is a jumbled mess I am curious to see how all of this is going to shake out as the season goes right now you've got Wellsboro on the top of things they are 8-1-1 one one overall and in the league also you've got Wyloosing right now sitting second they are 9-3 overall and 9-2 and in the league also looking at uh, the Athens Lady Wildcats 9-2-1 are the Lady Wildcats, and they are that overall and in the league. And, of course, you got the Troy girls who were just back in action. They uh, they are 6-2 and two overall, 5-2 and two in the league. So, I mean, you've got a big jumbled uh, mess going on right at the top of the NTL girls soccer standings and curious to see how all of this shakes out as the rest of the regular season continues. So, 
big things to come here. Unfortunately, I don't think what we are we are not going to get, I should say. It looks like Troy and Wellsboro, unfortunately, in girls' soccer, are going to be unable to uh, get a game scheduled. I don't think the schedules right now match up as things go. So you've got, uh, unfortunately, two of the best teams unable to get a game in before district standings and stuff have to be in as well. So that's really a shame, but... I'd really like to see those two teams play, but right now it looks like those four teams need to handle business if uh, they want to be crowned the NTL champion. It looks like the way things are going, we might be looking at a co-champion uh, type deal going on here in girls soccer. I'm telling you, you've got to check it out on ntlsports.com because it is a log jam at the top uh, in NTL girls soccer. All right, let's head over to cross country right now, shall we? Let's get on to the boys' side of cross country in the large school division. Right now it is Athens who is undefeated. They are 7-0 in the uh, overall and in the league. Kalineski Valley in the large school, 6-4 overall, 6-3 in the league. Troy, Tawanda, Wellsboro, North Penn, Mansfield rounding out the large school in the small school. Wyloosing right now, 8-1 overall in the uh, overall division, 8-1 in the league as well. Canton's 3-1 overall and in the league and Northeast Bradford five and four overall and in the league and then of course you've got Sullivan County and Sayre rounding out things in boys cross country that takes us now to girls cross country action let's take a look at the standings there for girls cross country where it is Wellsboro nine and one overall they are seven and one in the league in the large school Troy's three and two both overall and in the league as is North Penn Mansfield Tawanda sits five and four overall and four and four in the league and then you've got Athens and Kalineski Valley rounding out the large school division there and then of course onto the small school division we go as you've got Wyloosing right now nine and zero overall and in the league Canton three and one overall and in the league and Northeast Bradford four and five overall and in the league and of course that leaves Sarah and Sullivan County uh, rounding out the small school division there now as I told you just a little bit ago hey girls volleyball action really starting to pick up here of course you got the big matchup uh, on the horizon this week with Canton and Wellsboro looking forward to seeing how that one shakes out something we'll talk about uh, as the season goes on in next week's episode but hey let's head into the 2020 volleyball standing shall we North Penn Liberty I'm telling you you know this team just keeps on rolling and right now the Lady Mounties sit 9-0 overall and in the league in the large school division Wellsboro's 8-3 overall and in the league and Athens sitting 8-6 overall and 7-4 five in the league it is Tawanda and Troy who round out the large school division now on to the small school division we go where it is Canton uh, 11 and 0 overall 10 and 0 in league play Northeast Bradford is 11 and 2 overall and 10 and 2 in league action Williamson Wyloosing Kalineski and Sayre rounding out the small school division there but I think you're going to see a lot of uh, big shuffling coming here in the league standings and of course uh, you've got Canton and Wellsboro this week uh, Athens still in contention for districts of course Northeast Bradford still playing for a high seed in districts as well and of course North Penn Liberty just sitting there 9-0 and overall I mean that's just a big kudos 
uh, to the Lady Mounties, given the fact that they got a late start to the season and are still able to put something together and uh, be able to come out and just dominate in the NTL the way they do. So, yes, definitely uh, a lot of uh, action going on here in the Northern Tier League. And, of course, uh, last week, Boy, oh boy, what a return it was in NTL football action. The Canton Warriors with a big week going undefeated. And how about the return of the Troy Trojans to the NTL football field as well? What a game that was for Troy to come out and make a statement last Friday the way they did. We're going to talk about that and more coming up as I get to dive into some NTL football talk on my own here in just a little bit. But coming up here in the podcast, we're going to talk with the Northern Tier Sports Reports, Chris Manning as well. So stick around. We've got some football talk coming up as the NTL Now podcast continues. Endless Mountain Brace and Mobility in Troy is a proud supporter of our area athletes in the Northern Tier League. Parents, don't just trust anyone if the athlete in your family is injured. Let the experts at Endless Mountain's Brace and Mobility be there to help make the recovery process as easy as possible. Call them today for more information on how they can help at 570-297-2993. That's 570-297-2993. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5, and closed Saturday and Sunday. That's Endless Mountain Brace and Mobility in Troy. Definitely love those folks at Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility in Troy. Remember, give Stacy or Jen a call or their great staff. Find out how they can help you. That's Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility over there in Troy. Hey, welcome back. The NTL Now podcast continues this week. And of course, uh, before we headed into the commercial break, I uh, was uh, telling you about the uh, great returns last week of Canton Warrior football and Troy Trojan football as well. Hey, kudos to the Warriors as they go 2-0 last week. A big win over Athens last Monday as they defeat the Wildcats 33-9. And then, of course, they come back on Saturday and blank Muncie winning by a score of 19 to nothing. So Canton picking up two big wins and even more uh, crucial and essential was the Warriors getting the two and three games in on their season. So now that the Warriors have a three-game schedule completed, they are now eligible for the District 4 football playoffs. And what a week it was uh, for Riley Parker of Canton. I mean, Riley Parker really starting to come into his own as uh, a sophomore tailback. His vision, his cutting ability, and uh, you know, just the way he runs with power is really starting to uh, ascend him is as one of the uh, NTL leading backs here this season. And uh, I got to tell you, I think if it weren't for uh, the tailback uh, up north, uh, in Damian Landon, I think Riley Parker would probably be right in there for NTL running back of the year. But uh, Damian Landon, he just continues to churn yardage for this Troy Trojan team. And I got to tell you, you know, a lot of people out there were wondering, you know, what would it be like uh, to see Canton and Troy back out on the field last week? And well, I got to tell you, I think they answered about any and every question you may have had. Were you worried about rust? Neither time did they show it. Did Canton come out a little slow Monday at Athens? Yes. Once they got going, though, 
Things just kind of kept going like they were a well-oiled machine. Of course, on Saturday against Muncie, yeah, it was a slow start there as well. But, you know, it's Canton, they just keep grinding. What's great, I think, about the Warriors is, you know, once they, you know, realize they don't might not have it on one side of the ball, they're able to adjust and, uh, you know, the other side will keep them in the ball game, whether it be offensively or defensively. Now, the same goes for the Trojans. I think a lot of people had questions as well. How would Troy come out and fare uh, as far as, you know, they're being off for two and a half, three weeks and their first game uh, on the road at a very stingy Wellsboro team. And, you know, for about probably six, maybe seven minutes in that ball game, it looked like Wellsboro may have had some answers for the Trojans. But, you know, Troy just kind of stuck to their guns. They didn't get uh, into a panic mode. They just let the running game, special teams and everything else just kind of do their thing. And the Trojans come away with the big 41 to nothing victory over Wellsboro this past Friday and of course the Trojan offense carried and powered and led again by that strong offensive line and of course strong running from Damian Landon who would have three touchdowns on the night rushing uh, touchdown runs of 13 53 and 48 and of course Caleb Binford a big night with the ball in his hands as well he would have a touchdown run of 81 yards and of course a punt return of 81 yards as well he'd had another touchdown too uh, late in the third quarter quarter in that action but uh, the Troy Trojans I mean they come out they put the 41 spot on the scoreboard and they leave with the big 41 nothing victory and I gotta tell you you know as as a football fanatic I myself I had my own questions you know I was curious to see what these two teams would look like having been uh, out of the game for a little while now of course you know I know both teams ended up with some practices beforehand Canton was able to get uh, three in before Athens and then of course they had probably uh, I think three or four before Muncie and of course Troy they had the full week before Wellsboro but I mean there's just there's this thing you know that you can call practice speed and another thing that is called game speed and you know both of these teams just really hadn't had any game speed yet and the fact that both of those teams were able to come out last week and answer the bell is uh, you know a big notion uh, on them so kudos to both coaching staffs both uh, teams as well for being able to bounce back the way they did both teams of course playoff eligible now as we get ready for the postseason. Also, uh, last week, I thought, uh, you know, the Athens Wildcats had a really great week last week. I know they took the loss on Monday to Canton, but uh, I think it showed a lot about the grit and the attitude uh, of Coach Young's uh, Wildcat squad to be able to bounce back. They got themselves in a little bit of a dogfight with South Williamsport last Saturday as well. Athens, of course, uh, found themselves trailing at the half. They were down 18-14 to South Williamsport last week at the half. And then the Wildcats come out and uh, they put that game away as they score 14 unanswered in the second half. They defeat South Williamsport by a score of 28 to 18. So you've got the Athens Wildcats uh, still clinging on with their playoff lives, They're able to get that big win last week over South Williamsport. So yes, it was uh, you know a big week in NTL football action uh, for those three teams. What I'm looking forward to though, coming up here in just a little bit, is not only giving my opinions or sharing some analysis but also getting some from Chris Manning as well from the Northern Tier Sports Report. We've got him on deck, so that's coming up here in just a short. So, folks, uh, if you're looking for the uh, District 4 preview as well as this week's NTL preview, hey, that's on the horizon, so stick around. That's all coming up right here on the NTL Now podcast. At Mansfield University, we're proud to offer affordable, life-changing education. 
with more than 40 degree programs. From two-year degrees to bachelor's and master's programs, Mansfield University has something for everyone. Small class sizes allow students to receive a personalized, hands-on education, making the value of your degree go even further. Learn how an affordable education at Mansfield University can benefit you at mansfield.edu. Max Driving Academy in Canton is the new safe way to teach your teenage driver how to be the safest driver they can be. Call Tim Mackinich today at 570-404-7815. That's Max Driving Academy in Canton. Remember, you can see them online, maxdrivingacademy.com, or check out Max Driving Academy on Facebook. And back here on the NTL Now podcast this week, Shane Wolver still here with you. And of course, uh, as I told you heading into the break, it is time to dive into some NTL football talk. And of course, we'll talk some District 4 football power rankings as well this week. And it gives me great pleasure to welcome in this week's guest returning after a couple of weeks hiatus, Chris Manning from the Northern Tier Sports Report. And Chris, I got to tell you, it must be, uh, you know, some busy times for you these days. Uh, I haven't been able to uh, track you down, nor have I seen you at any football games. What have you been doing? Uh, you know, kind of running around covering sports or something? Yeah, I've been doing a lot, running here, running there. Uh, I know I went out to Wellsboro for Tawanda Wellsboro and going to a lot of soccer games and then trying to get into a few volleyball games. So it's, it's pretty crazy especially this past week. I know. I mean, uh, you know, I was telling the uh, listeners kind of sharing uh, some of my thoughts from last week. And, uh, you know, let's start there. Uh, I'm curious, you know, just kind of on your opinion, you know, last week we see the return of Canton and Troy football onto the field. I mean, were you as impressed as I was seeing two teams who have been off for so long kind of come back, get their footing under them and uh, really look like they hadn't missed a beat? I wonder if coaches now are all going to try to quarantine for two weeks or something because they look better coming out than they both probably did going in. Um, Canton turned into a cold-weather football team just being able to pound the ball. And Troy looks like Troy of old, where they just line it up and pound it and nobody can stop them. So I don't know what they did those two weeks off, but whatever they've done since they started practicing it's worked. I'll tell you what it was uh, you know just kind of refreshing to see both teams uh, not really lose a step and uh, come back out and get things rolling now of course uh, you know the NTL regular season uh, heading into its final week uh, unfortunately uh, we saw Northwest have to cancel uh, the rest of their season uh, due to some COVID issues Canton thought they were going to be left without an opponent this week now of course uh, Canton coming around and and, uh, able to link things up with Wellsboro. And we're going to get a Canton-Wellsboro matchup uh, coming up this Friday night. Uh, I got to tell you, you know, I'm curious to see how does Wellsboro bounce back after last week's performance against the Trojans. I'm curious how uh, Canton comes out knowing they've got to play a tough Wellsboro team on only a couple days' notice. Yeah, it's, it's really going to be interesting seeing that, especially since the two team styles are seem to be a little bit different at this point. Canton's more run heavy and Wellsboro they run the ball but they also like to throw the ball with Isaac Keene so between those two it should be an interesting matchup in contrast and styles a little bit I'm sure Canton's glad to have this at home instead of at Wellsboro where Wellsboro is always tough on their turf but man did, did Troy really put a hurt on Wellsboro last week so you got to wonder what's going through their heads as they go into face Canton the team that's already beaten Troy this year 
And obviously for Canton, Wellsboro is always dangerous no matter when, when and where you play them. They're sort of like that new program, the new IT program in the NPL um, over this past decade. So obviously I think it's going to be a good matchup, and I think it's going to be a good test for Canton, a good opponent um, as they go into the district final next well, week. You know, and that was something else that I was curious about too. I was a little nervous uh, for Canton because, you know, yes, you like the rest, but at the same time, you know, you, you want to keep your players kind of mentally into football. And uh, for Coach Seacrest and the Warriors – to be able to pick up this game and uh, kudos to Wellsboro as well. You know, they could have easily just said, you know what, uh, we're, we're not going to look for any football action or whatever. You know, we just don't have the game with Sarah going on and uh, kudos to coach Hildebrandt and their coaching staff for coming out and saying, you know what, Hey, let's get together. Let's get a game in. Let's get our players some action. And uh, you know, even more credit to Wellsboro. They're the ones that are going to be traveling. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think Hild- coach Hildebrandt will want to end the season on a game like that. That is not the best way to end the season. So I think, I don't know if they have any other plans for the rest of the year. If they're going to try to, since they won't make districts, try to get game next week or the week after. But I think he sees this as an opportunity for his kids to sort of bounce back. And maybe even if they don't win, just a chance to play better. And if it is their last game, um, maybe have some positives going into the off season. But yeah, that's, that's uh, nice of him to be for them to just basically say, all right, we'll play you and, and we'll travel. We don't have a problem with it. Definitely. And, of course, you know, a little side note there, you know, something you kind of just touched on as well. Uh, you know, District 4 kind of left it open for schools to be able to schedule games even if they don't make the playoffs. So, you know, I wonder, you know, how many other schools we'll see, you know, try to maybe squeeze in a game or two here as we end the month of October and head into November, of course. You know, this is the final week uh, for teams who are actually declaring for districts. All records and such, uh, you know, will be as of or reflected, I should say, as of this coming Saturday. So all games up to this Saturday are the ones that count for districts. But, you know, you're right. Uh, I'm curious to see if any schools may uh, pick up a game or two that aren't going to districts uh, along the way, not only in District 4, uh, but also here in the Northern Tier League. So that's something else uh, we could be looking at uh, moving forward as well. Of course, that's something else uh, we'll touch on as well, uh, probably down the road here in a later podcast. But, you know, also something else I was touching on uh, this week, uh, the Athens Wildcats, what uh, a week for them. Of course, you know, they come uh, out on Monday night. They host Canton. The Warriors uh, get a dominant night from Riley Parker in the backfield, over 170 yards and two scores. And then, uh, you know, they drop the 33-9 to game to the Warriors. But uh, what, a, what a good ounce of mental fortitude by the Athens Wildcats to turn things around. They get ready and, uh, you know, come out on the short end of the stick against South Williamsport in the first half. They're able to turn things around. They pick up the 28-18 win over South last week, trying to keep their standing solid in AAA. And, uh, you know, for the Wildcats, I thought that was a really nice uh, mental fortitude for them to be able to bounce back like that. Yeah, that's definitely a sort of season-defining win right there. South Lime Sports most likely going to be a a AA district team. Um, They've shown that they've been very good so far this season. And um, to sort of have them come up and beat you up a little bit in the first half and then to come out the way they did in the second half and to sort of play at home and sort of have that pride to come back and win. That's definitely one of those things that I'm sure Jack Young was really happy to see that night. And it, and it definitely shows going in that they want to, the players want to get into the district playoff. You know, sometimes you wonder that this end of the, at, towards the end of the season, 
how much the players, they always say they want to make districts, but that shows that they definitely, that is definitely a goal that they're going for. Tell you what, man, Athens, uh, you know, has been one of those uh, very good quality teams this year in the NTL. Now, of course, they're not going to get a matchup with Troy. You'd like to see, you know, how their style matches up with the Trojans. But, uh, you know, for the most part, Athens, you know, they've uh, taken advantage of the way the schedule has fallen for them. And, of course, you know, they've spent a lot of time at Alumni Stadium this year. I think when all is said and done, I think they have they will have played four of their six games this year on their schedule uh, at home in the friendly confines. So kudos to Coach Young for uh, being able to have uh, those friendly confines for his team. Now, of course, uh, you know, we'll uh, venture into uh, this week's preview. And, of course, hey, you know, let's start with this Athens Wildcats team. They are on the road this week. I'll tell you what, they're taking on a Class A Montgomery team this week. So, yes, the power rankings probably won't be affected too much by them. But I'm telling you what, if you're Athens, you can't take this Montgomery team lightly, especially after what we just saw from Kate Drick and the Red Raiders last Friday night. Chris, they went to Wyloosing, and they laid it on the Rams last week. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised they're 3-3 three and three after watching them play. You know, it was only one game, so small sample size but they looked really good especially the way they ran their offense they ran the ball extremely well they also threw the ball pretty well and they didn't throw it a lot but they were efficient doing it and that's what you always want to see when you're a run first team is that you're efficient in the pass and obviously when Athens played wide losing it was a close game down at wide losing so they're probably looking at that score and wondering and probably thinking man we're going to be in it um, we're going to be in a tough one this Friday so I think Athens is kind of built for them. They're big up front. Um, Montgomery does a lot of misdirection. So it's really going to come down to the Athens defense of them staying fundamental and staying in their lane and tackling well because Drick's the type of guy, it, it's going to take probably more than one guy to bring him down. Boy, oh boy, that's going to be a big one uh, for the Wildcats. You know, looking forward to uh, seeing how the Red Raiders end the season. Of course, you know, uh, with things going on with Muncie right now, you know, Montgomery could be battling to uh, just try and see if maybe they can sneak in the back door in the Class A playoffs. So that's something to keep your eye on as well. And, uh, and uh, you know, a win for Montgomery really does them well uh, as far as the power rankings go to defeat a triple-A team. So that's another reason why I think if you're the Wildcats, you just want to go out and handle your business. You know, let Shane Reed, let uh, Carter Rude, let that, uh, you know, Wildcat uh, team just kind of go do their thing and uh, take care of business. And uh, hopefully, you know, uh, Athens can handle that and uh, keep their standing in the AAA side of playoffs. Now, of course, uh, also in the NTL preview this week, hey, you know, you've got the Wyloosing Rams looking for a bounce back. They got ahead to Muncie. Muncie, of course, they need the win to try and solidify their playoff standing. Obviously, you know, they're not going to jump Canton now in the power rankings, so they're just hoping to hang on and uh, be the second team in that Class A standing. But uh, if you're the Wyloosing Rams right now, you're very banged up. Uh, I don't know if Isaiah Ways returned yet for the Rams. And last week, of course, they lose their dynamic playmaker, uh, Kashawn Cameron. He goes out early. Who knows what his status will be this week. So if you're the Rams, uh, you know, you're playing a little underhanded, but you can't let that be an excuse. Yeah, we'll see what they draw up. Their they're, um, coaches have been pretty good about adjusting um, week to week about how to run their offense. Um, so we'll see if they can find a way to get Mitchell Burke out. Maybe he runs the ball a little bit more. Um, maybe he they try to throw it around a little bit shorter passes for him uh, but it's definitely going to be tough for them against the Muncie team that I know they were shorthanded last week against Canton but coming into this week they definitely want to take care of business and make sure that 
they go in to the Canton District game, that they actually make it, first of all, and that they go in playing strong. So they don't want to have two losses going into the district title game if they were to make it. So it's definitely going to be a tough one for Wyalusing uh, with the way Muncie likes to run the ball. But it's definitely one of those measuring stick games for Wyalusing to see if what else they have besides Kashawn Cameron and um, Isaiah Way. I don't know if he'll be back or not for this game. But if they can find other people to compliment them. Well, I think if you're Wyalusing, the main thing that you want to start with is probably uh, running behind those big boys up front. And uh, I think Muncie's probably going to get a big dose of Alex Mosier and, of course, uh, Brian Arnold to, uh, you know, try and take some of that pressure off of uh, Mitchell Burke. But, you know, like you said, you know, Muncie was a little shorthanded last week. Do they get those guys back this week? That's yet to be seen. That could be another big thing that uh, might aid the Rams. But, uh, you know, that's uh, just some other critical factors that you have to look at uh, heading into this week's action as well. Tawanda, big win last week over Columbia Montour Votel. They're now on the road heading to uh, South Williamsport. Hey, you know, for the Black Knights, sometimes you need a game like Columbia Montour Votech to, uh, you know, help things uh, come back along. Of course, you know, for Tawanda, the big 45-6 to win. Uh, does that maybe spark uh, some confidence in this Tawanda team uh, to go down and give South Williamsport maybe a little more than they're bargaining for? Um, I think they'll be happy to go down there and try to play spoiler a little bit for South Williamsport. Um, as I've been watching them as the season's progressed, their offense has gotten bit by bit better. I know it hasn't always looked like it in the box score, but they slowly have been um, – Mitchell, their quarterback, has slowly progressed, and the rest of the team, they haven't given up on the season. And that's the first thing that you really have to thank their coaching staff for is the players still play hard. They're still playing to try to win. And I think it showed in the CMBT game when they pulled away. So we'll see. They'll go down there. They have nothing to lose. Um, so they'll go down there. They have nothing to lose. And I expect uh, an A effort for them down there to see if maybe they can be a spoiler a little bit for the Mountaineers. That's right. And of course, you know, South Williamsport, uh, as we'll touch on here in a little bit, they find themselves in the mix uh, for that District 4 double uh, A bracket. And uh, we'll hit the power rankings here coming up in just a little bit. But uh, of course, another game this week, uh, our final game we'll touch on as we've already kind of previewed Canton and Wellsboro a little bit ago. Hey, the Troy Trojans, uh, unfortunately, they thought they were going to get a home game, uh, thought they were going to have senior night and stuff at home uh, this Friday night. Unfortunately for them, the Southern Tyo administration uh, putting the kibosh on the Panthers being able to travel uh, into Bradford County and play the Trojans at the uh, Alperon Park facility so Troy again will make a second trip over to Island Park in Blossburg uh, you gotta think uh, you know you didn't want Troy to have any added motivation now you're making them come there for uh, a second go around North Penn hung around with them in the first half in their first matchup I got a feeling Troy's gonna come out with a little extra animosity a little extra edge coming up uh, on Friday. Yeah, they're definitely they have they have all the motivation they need to come out there and, and do what they do did against Wellsboro and do it against North Penn. Um, I always think the second time around it helps the team that lost the first time. Um, so we'll see what Coach Dickinson and the Panthers can sort of draw up to maybe uh, slow down that Troy rushing attack. But obviously, it's probably going to be even harder this time with the way they have. They're probably riding high confidence-wise after their win against Wellsboro. And like you said, they have all the motivation in the world to do that against North Penn this week, especially since they don't want to be leapfrogged by South Williamsport. 
and then have to go down to South and play in district. They probably want to play a district game at home um, for at least one last home game next week. So, yeah, it's going it, to, I really do think Troy's going to bring their best when they go out to Island Park. You know, and you touch on something good, though, as well. I mean, if you're North Penn Mansfield, hey, you know, you've already played Troy once. You already know what they're bringing to the table. You know, I'm curious as well. Like, Tom Dickinson, he's the, he's the master of adjustments. So we'll see, uh, you know, what adjustments him and his staff make for a second go-around. I mean, he's always got his offense, uh, you know, ready to roll. And uh, I'm sure he's going to have uh, some interesting wrinkles coming up for Troy on, uh, you know, Friday night. And, uh, you know, who knows? You know, maybe they're they're in the hunt, too, you know, in that uh, AAA side. So a win over Troy, hey, you know, that helps them on the power ranking sides, too. So, I mean, as much as I think Troy is definitely motivated to come in here and do this, uh, I don't want to sit there and, and make it seem like it's a foregone conclusion that uh, North Penn, you know, can't defend home turf. And traditionally, you know, Troy has made some of these games over at North Penn a little closer than they have to be. North Penn somehow, some way, always finds a, a way to make Island Park their uh, definite home field advantage sometimes. Yeah, and, and the other thing is you can be almost too motivated to the point where you kind of lose focus and you start making smaller mistakes, silly mistakes, and you don't want that to happen for Troy. But I'll, but obviously some teams will look at it that I don't think Troy's going to go in mentally and be like, we beat them before, we can do it again. I think they're going to go in, we want to beat them again. And sometimes when you're the winning team, the first time you go in the second time, and coaches always second guess a little bit is, are we as mentally prepared for it as we were the first time? But I don't think Troy will have to worry about the coaching staff. will have to worry about that type of motivation. I think the motivation's there. I think the coaching staff will just have to make sure that the execution is there as well. And North Penn always plays well at home. They, they, Coach Dickinson loves Island Park, and the team always seems to perform well there. Okay, so, you know, as we finish up the NTL preview, I uh, just want to let the listeners out there know, coming up Friday night, uh, our Wiggle 100 game of the week uh, looks like we'll be at Miller A. Moyer Field in Canton. I'll be there to bring you the action with Canton and Wellsboro. So that is on the horizon. We may have Troy and North Penn action as well coming up for you. Uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, look at the Wiggle 100 Facebook page for more information on that. We'll let you know uh, if we get permission and such to go there as uh, we do have some uh, uh, permission uh, requests out uh, whether or not we get to go I don't know but uh, for right now definitely Canton and Wellsboro Friday night on Wiggle 100 and of course uh, still talking with Chris Manning from the Northern Tier Sports Report here this week on the podcast and Chris as we get ready for the District 4 playoffs boy good to see the NTL well represented here in the power rankings of course you've got Canton right now sitting on the top of the Class A bracket Troy right now sitting in second in double a and of course athens right now sitting third in triple a and uh you know like uh, i was telling you earlier north penn mansfield right there on the cusp in triple a as well so i mean uh, you know everybody's kind of had a chance here to look at uh, some of these power rankings and uh, for the most part i i want to say like pretty much where our teams are I think is uh, where they are going to stay. You know, I, I see Athens pretty much. Uh, I think they're going to have to travel to either Danville or Montoursville. Troy, of course, you know, they want to stay in the second spot. 
uh, getting ready to uh, you know enter the district for playoffs because they want to avoid Southern as long as possible. And Canton, you know, they just want to handle business this week. They want to stay atop uh, the Class A standings, you know. But I, I think even though for Canton, I think they've got such a big lead in the power ratings. I think they could even absorb a loss. Not that they want to lose, but I think if Wellsboro comes to town takes the Warriors down this Friday. I think Canton could still absorb this loss and uh, end up uh, still top seed in Class A in the power rankings. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Canton's safe. Um, I think beating Muncie pretty much made him safe. Canton right now, obviously they want to focus on Wellsboro, but obviously recent history for Canton has been beating Muncie in the regular season, losing to them at home in the district final. So you kind of wonder if that's, on the player's mind, if that's on the coach's mind, as they go into Wellsboro this week. But I think we are going to probably see another Muncie. I don't know. Muncie has a pretty big lead on Montgomery in the power rank, so I, I, I don't know that math that well. But I think Muncie's probably pretty safe at two, even if they were to lose to Wyoboothie and Montgomery were to beat Axe. And, of course, you know, we were talking about uh, Troy and South Williamsport a little bit ago. You know, you mentioned Troy not uh, wanting to take North Penn lightly this week. Uh, obviously, you know, they're still trying to stay into the uh, second seed. South Williamsport right now, though, only, what, uh, point, uh, 0.024 uh, behind Troy in the power rankings. Both teams 3-1 and one right now on the season so uh yeah you know if you're troy you definitely don't want to have a slip up and allow south williamsport to uh jump you in that uh two spot but i think the way it looks right now i think troy and south williamsport one way or another are pretty much destined to meet uh in the district four playoffs uh the way things are shaking out uh, on the math side especially since central columbia right now is the fourth seed and they've got a date with southern uh coming up friday and well we all know how those dates go so i I think right now the benefactor might be Line Mountain. They're probably they're playing some really good ball right now, and Line Mountain only trailing Central Columbia by a little bit as well. So I think you're you're pretty much uh, set. I think in the Double A bracket, I think you're going to see Southern uh, Troy South and probably Line Mountain there sneaking in. I, I just you know I don't know if uh, Central is going to be able to hold off Line Mountain if they improve to four and one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when I saw them, when I saw the brackets today, that that's probably how it's going to turn out. Um, it, it's kind of ironic considering Troy and South are supposed to have their scrimmage, but then that got canceled because of COVID reasons. Oh, so good it, point it on seems that. 2020 wants them to play. So we'll see what um, happens with that. Obviously, South's the heavy favorite against Tawanda. So I think Troy definitely is like, we have to win this one, or else there's a good chance we're going to be going down the South. But, yeah, I think what you said, Southern, uh, Troy, South, Line Mountain are probably going to be the four in double-A. That's right. And, of course, uh, you know, quickly over to the triple-A side of things, uh, Montoursville right now powering their way through the triple-A side. Danville sits two. Athens is three. Loyal Sock right now sits four. And North Penn Mansfield sits five. Uh, even with a win over Troy, I don't know if North Penn Mansfield – has enough to jump Loyal Sock. Uh, checking out the Loyal Sock schedule. Looks like they've got a date with Lewisburg uh, at Lewisburg coming up this week. Now, of course, Lewisburg, a 4A team. Yeah, they've had uh, kind of a rough go this year, but, uh, you know, even playing up might still give Loyal Sock uh, some points. So North Penn Mansfield, uh, I think they're really going to have to put on a dominant performance against Troy if they want to get in. Athens, I think, uh, is safe. 
whether or not they end up three or four uh, in the district for uh, power ranking. So I think the Wildcats are pretty uh, safe as far as them clinching a spot. But, man, I'll tell you what, if you're Athens, uh, that's going to be a hill to climb at the top of the 3A bracket right now. Montoursville and Danville, both uh, powerhouses right now in AAA. So for Athens, uh, I think your main goal this week against Montgomery is to, one, take care of business, two, stay healthy. Do not, uh, you know risk anything you know just get in take care of business keep your guys healthy uh, because you've got uh, some big games coming up if you make it into the 3a bracket yeah stay, staying healthy at this point in a football season is, is almost more luck than anything um that that health and injury seems to be what kind of decides who gets to move on to districts and who gets stuff behind half the time during the season but yeah athens um I think just making the playoffs after what they've had the couple last seasons they've had is a victory in and of itself. It's going to be really tough against Danville or Montoursville. I know Montoursville has high hopes of not only being district champions but making a run at states if we should have it. So I think for Athens, the main focus is just take care of business and get in playoffs and see where you go from there. Um, North Penn, I know if they upset Troy, they would really like to have a chance to get in. Um, like you said, though, it's probably kind of a stretch at this point. So they're probably one of those teams who will might look to play somebody else, maybe another team that doesn't make districts um, next week, whether if they don't get in. So I think that's one of the teams to keep an eye on, North Penn, maybe scheduling a, a team down south or something to try to get a different team, to get a different style of game in before the season's over. All right, so yes, make sure you're going to the District 4 website, piaad4.net. You can click on football standings, check out the power rankings for yourself, see where your area teams are sitting right now uh, via the power rankings. And of course, remember, Class A and 4A, each taking two teams into the District 4 playoffs, while uh, AA and AAA will be four teams each. So that's how that's going to break down. Of course, District 4 playoff action uh, starting next Friday, a week from this Friday. So it'll be October the 30th is when District 4 playoff action will start in both uh, single, quad, uh, and uh, double and triple A here in District 4. So Chris Manning, man, what a plethora of information uh, we brought out here in the uh, football preview this week. Got a chance to talk some regular season, some playoffs, power rankings, the whole nine yards. And uh, Chris, before we get you out of here, uh, kindly uh, tell the folks how they can find information about the Northern Tier Sports Report. Um, just go to www.ntsportsreport.com. Um, we cover Canton, Troy, Tawanda, Wyalusing, and Northeast Bradford, and uh, you can find information on all the teams there. Um, it, it seems just uh, seems like yesterday that we were just talk, talking about the, trying to get the season started with the COVID, and now we're nearing the end, the last couple weeks of uh, both the regular season and district. So it, even with all the twists and turns, it, it goes by in a flash. Chris Manning, you have been a gentleman, a scholar, and uh, a fine uh, well of information this week. Definitely uh, appreciate you coming on. And, of course, uh, folks, as he said, check out uh, www.ntsportsreport.com 
for uh, Chris Manning and all of his colleagues uh, for all of the side columns and information you can get there as well. So, Chris, uh, best of luck to you down the stretch here, and uh, good luck to you and safe travels wherever you might be heading on Friday night uh, for football action. And uh, thanks for taking some time this week right here on the NTL Now podcast. Yep, thanks for having me, Shane. Always glad to be able to catch up with my good friend and journalistic colleague on the sports side, Chris Manning there from the Northern Tier Sports Report. Folks, again, I want to thank all of you for tuning in this week to another great episode. Remember, you can hit us up on social media on Facebook by searching uh, NTL Now Podcast. Do the same on Instagram as well. And, of course, on Twitter, you can give us a search and a follow at NTL Now Pod. And, of course, remember, uh, you can tune us in uh, no matter all the platforms you can find us, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, regardless of how you listen. Thanks again for tuning in that way. And remember, tell all of your friends here in the Northern Tier or outside of the Northern Tier how they can listen to uh, episodes of the NTL Now podcast, whether it be current, maybe some past episodes you want to catch up on. Regardless, they're all there. So go ahead and give them a listen. Of course, I want to thank all the sponsors for being a part of this week's episode as well. And of course, uh, all of the listeners out there again for making this uh, podcast uh, possible and feasible with all of your great support. So again, a reminder, I'll talk to you Friday night from Canton as the Warriors host the Wellsboro Hornets in NTL football action. Pre-game coverage starts at 6.30, kickoff is 7 o'clock. I'll have the call for you on Wiggle 100 coming up on Friday night. All right, folks, this is Shane Wilbur saying so long. Have yourselves a great week. Back next week with more NTL Sports Talk right here on the NTL Now podcast. And remember, the NTL Now podcast is an exclusive production of Circle W Sports. Thanks for listening to NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. Keep following the Northern Tier League on Facebook and Twitter for more updates on the Northern Tier League. Audio from the NTL Now podcast may not be used without prior consent. Join us next week for more NTL Now, brought to you by Circle W Sports.